0: <laughs> I wanted to, so the other day my wife was like, well, who are you interviewing? And I was explaining how I know you from mm-hmm. various uh, avenues on yeah. the internet and yeah. that we both really like Jesus and Marrow and that you have yeah. dogs and that you really mm-hmm. like the show New Girl. And I was like, damn, if only we all lived in the same place because my best friend Andrea also really loves dogs and New Girl. But I almost called your dogs Tree Nut and Pixie oh that and, is hilarious and i was like does that, i was thinking does that ever happen where you <laughs> almost say the wrong thing
1: oh i oh my god i <laughs> it happens like i usually i'll call them by their names but i will but like the by the other dog's names. oh the, sure. always especially when they're misbehaving <laughs>
0: I am really struggling with the intro today. Uh, Take five. Here we go. Welcome to the Anhedonic Headphones Podcast. Thanks for being here. It is nice to see all your smiling faces once again out there in podcast land. Episode 34, episode four of season six. You might know the vibes, but do the vibes really know you? Do the vibes even want to be known? really makes you think. Think about that. It's me, ya boy, your favorite host, Kevin Krein, a.k.a. Kevvy Fly. Very excited about today's program. Thanks for being here. I do not want to waste any more time with the intro. Let's get to today's guest. She is a writer from New York, an internet friend of mine. We had a blast talking about pop music, about our shared love of Jesus and Marrow and about her dogs, who are very charming. So please, welcome to the virtual building, my guest today, Katie Tamola. I'm glad we were able to make this happen, and so thank you Me so too. much for no, taking thank time. You. Um, thank you so much to pick some songs and find the time to come on the show and, and chop it up. Um, so for course. folks Thank you so much. who might not be familiar with you and what you do, um, do you want to just give yourself a quick introduction and then we can get into kind of how you pick these songs and, and then talk about them?
1: Sure. Thanks so much. Um, my name is Katie Tamola. I'm a writer. I grew up in New York City. I'm back there now, which is really cool. Um, now I have dogs. I didn't grow up with dogs, so my life has gotten a lot more exciting.
2: Um,
1: <laughs> no, I love they. They are my first dogs, Peanut and Trixie. Shout out to them. Um, big fans <laughs> of their work. Uh, big. I'm a big fan of their works. Um, uh, they're yeah. So I uh, I like to write about arts and culture, books, television, mainly books, but. Like in the new year to branch out into television, I, I, as you know, I love Jesus Maros, huge obnoxious Jesus Maro fan. You're like they uh-uh. could, they could exactly they could talk about like I can't believe it's not butter, and I'd listen to eight hours of their I
0: can't believe it's not butter coverage.
2: So I love you, the
1: Yankees.
2: You That's it, right?
0: Right, primarily for Shondaland, is that correct?
1: Yes, mm-hmm. okay. I do there. Yes, I do a lot of um books coverage. Okay. book coverage. I can't speak, but yeah, I write primarily for Shondaland I freelance for a few places, but I write primarily for Shondaland
0: Okay. All right. And so, yeah, we became acquainted <laughs> o- over um Twitter and Instagram based on your love of Jesus and Mero, but also I was a fan of your your writing um Thank and you so your your dogs. <laughs> So, it's- <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, and so I I'm thought of my dog. Thank you. it would, and then I, oh, they're all they're like, hey, get us on the podcast. Um, <laughs> you know, literally. I had heard you on Therapy Roulette last summer, and I was like, oh, she would be a really good guest to be on this show. So I'm oh God, I'm grateful so to have you here. So, you picked a couple of tunes. Sure to is. talk about. And I'm curious before we get into these, what kind of criteria did you use when you were selecting these songs in terms of like times of your life when they That's were impactful or like, where did, how did you select these?
1: That's such a good question. I think that, um, that is a really good question. Initially it was like, what songs can I not live without? Um, and they Basic, they all fit that criteria, like that's the universal criteria. However, some are more, um, some are like very specific to how I feel about a person, like in a time in my life, and and then some are more like general, like, oh, I feel this way every day, or, and then there's one that I basically listen to every day. It's all... um, but these were the songs that I couldn't live without that okay. was pretty much the main criteria
0: okay Criterion, yes <laughs> I like it
3: if it takes too long to hit me back I can promise you how I react but all I can say is at least I but
0: So the first one that you sent, and these are all like relatively recent um releases, yeah.
2: mm-hmm.
0: like kind of objectively speaking. Um, but so the first one, Ariana Grande, and I'm really late to the party on her, but I really like everything that I have found that she's put out you know in the last couple of years. So you picked the song Needy, which I was not familiar with oh from God, Thank You Next.
1: Oh, thank you, next life changing album. <laughs>
0: um so are you I mean I get the impression from some of these that you're a big pop fan I am I'm a Um, huge yeah Mm -hmm. so did you grow up listening to like a lot of pop music or how did you come around to like the the big pop names that are on this list or like in other pop artists
1: I did I was just a huge like it was huge it was funny you know like I I wish I could say that I had this um kind of like unique like like I love I love pop music I think pop pop artists are amazing they work really hard all these professional musicians work amazing you know really hard but um yeah with the way that I write and the things that I read to quote my mother I read very depressing things so you'd think that I had this like Kind of like dark and unique taste of music, but no, I'm like, oh my god, the turn up Ariana. I love, oh my god, I love, yeah, Ariana Grande. I just, I love, I love pop music because I have like, I think I have like running main character syndrome. I'm always running, whether I'm running to Dunkin' Donuts or trying to go for a run or existing, you know, I'm listening to upbeat pop music for something that. My life is a little party. Um, but yeah, growing up, I, I remember... I always think of this. My, when Instinct came out with their first album, my grandma, who was the chillest and most wonderful person on earth, she let me uh, blast it in her purple... I think it was a Volvo. She just drove calmly and entirely unemotional um as we listened to tearing up my heart and it was she was just like and she just was completely unaffected and i was like oh my god thanks granny and it's really been this pretty much the same <laughs>
3: After all this
1: damage can help help
3: what you can trust is i need your your touch life. i'm a
0: of all the songs on thank you next and of all the Ariana Grande songs that you would go with or pick from, how did you select this one specifically or like, what does this one uh, mean to you specifically?
1: That's a great question. Yeah. I didn't pick. It's funny you say that. Cause this is like the least, this is, a, I don't. you know, like I, I want to be like, this is a ballad, but I don't, I don't necessarily know that. Like, I don't know what that, like, I. I it's like not, it's definitely not. You're not going to be like at a bar and no, no one's going to be like, let's, well Like, I doubt anyone's going to request Needy over Thank You Next, which, like, was in the news and, like, had, you know, like, cameos and all that. Because Thank You Next is, like, this fun, like, kind of dance pop song. Sure. "Needy," Needy by Ariana Grande is very much a... This is why I like Ariana Grande, because it's just... I mean, I don't know her. We don't hang out. I wish we did. She seems just, like, the best. But it's very emotional and just very honest song, I think. And I picked it because um it reminds me of me it reminds me of how I feel and how I've always felt um I was involved with a guy a few years ago who when it first came out he said I don't want you to get offended but that song reminds me of you and I was like I'm not offended I was thinking similarly so I was like I'm not offended like thank you I get it like that is I, I I know myself well enough to be like yeah you know um
0: it's, yeah, no, I was
1: like, eh, 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 you know. You're like, uh, I feel he's... so
0: seen and attacked, but in a good yeah. way. Yeah, oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> often, often, yeah. <laughs> but it's so like, it's like, I just, I love that song so much because she just, she, she says something like, um, you know, like just everything. And she says she wants to scream and shout for what she loves. Like, I want to scream and shout for what I love, you know? And, you know, and then she talks about, like, feeling damaged. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> <Like>, me, <meet. laughs> me as well. Um, and yeah, no, I just, um, when she says, and then I think that if I remember correctly, then like that guy and I were talking about like specific lyrics and he was like the obsessive and loves too hard part. And I was like, yeah, me, that's what I was thinking with myself as well. Yes. And I was like, all right, let's change the subject before this gets a little <laughs> too specific. But um, <laughs> yeah, I love her. That That one was she's one of my favorite musicians of all time I like her because I think there's a very human aspect to her every time I look at her I just think of like the human things that she's been through um, and I think she's handled that with Grace and and she's also just so talented like yeah. I think of she's just so talented I think that SNL skit where she pretends to be title and she's singing Whitney Houston and she's you know she's I think she's amazing and I, uh, I... I'll forever be an Ariana fan. Thank you.
4: The lines it ain't 2009 no more Yeah, I know what's behind that door Yeah, okay, you gotta jump in to swim Well, the light was dim and this life was sin Now every day I wake up and breathe I don't have it all, but that's alright with me Take it nice and easy, took a flight to see me Send you back home with a light that's beaming the whole team about to figure it out. We ice cold, that's what we're about. And sometimes, sometimes, I wish I took a simpler route instead of having demons that's as big as my house. hmm. Have a ball with a dribble and bounce. Cause the party ain't over till they kicking me out. Yeah. Isn't funny?
0: Okay, so Mac Miller, Um, yeah. this is from Swimming. Mm-hmm. And I was always aware of Mac Miller. Um, but I had never sat down and really listened to much of him, and so Mm -hmm. I really, I really liked this. I liked how lush the string arrangement is. That was like a very interesting, like a surprise to hear that worked
1: into this. Yes, I agree. It's very. It's. I think it's a beautifully because it's no surprise that he's talented. I don't think anybody has ever. Everyone's. I think it's pretty. A lot of people know he's talented. He's, yeah. he's a talented so, guy. But it's surprising, like the way that it's it set up that song. I think I agree. I agree.
0: So 2009. Um, mm-hmm. What? So what was your access point to Mac Miller, and then kind of how did you how did you pick this one?
1: So I always liked Mac Miller, but my my access point to him was the more pop side because I'm a huge pop sure. girl, and um, <laughs> I can't believe I can believe that sounded just not fun, not great. I'm a pop gal. I'm from the 1920s. Um, no, I, I um, was like, I was like, going to go and dance the sugarbug later. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the plan that after this at uh, nine. Let's see, it's eight forty-six. <laughs> my time. Yeah, at nine o'clock. Um, that's the plan with Turkey. Uh, but I, I, I got, I was, re- I was really actually exposed to him mostly through Ariana Grande. Oh, But sure. then I used yeah. to, I used to watch interviews and stuff with him. Jesus amaro as you know Jesus named his dog after him yeah yeah and um but there he he just was like another person who i loved musically but i definitely had a lot of room to like learn and like be more exposed to his music which i still do but because sometimes i find like one or two songs from an artist and i just like latch on to them and um i still have a lot to listen to with him however um no, I I think that he, he was someone I liked as an artist But also someone I really liked as a person I just thought he was so fun and so um, talented And then I saw his Tiny Desk concert And he performed this And I was, I think that was, that was the first time I heard 2009 or, Okay And I just, the first time I heard 2009 I fell in love
4: Life ain't a life till you live it I was digging me a hole Big enough to bury my soul Weight of the world I gotta carry my own, my own I can carry you home I'm right here when you scared and alone And I ain't never in a hurry You don't never gotta worry Even when it's 7.30 and the time is running low When your heart get cold See what's behind all them unturned stones And I'm a pro when it comes to my job But really I'm just trying to start believing in God Now when it gets hard I don't panic, I don't sound the alarm because I don't need to lie no more Nowadays all I do is shine Take a breath and ease my mind and She don't cry no more She tell me that I get her high Cause the angel's supposed to fly I ain't asking why no more Oh no, I take it if it's mine I don't stay inside the lines It ain't 2009 no more Yeah, I know what's behind that door I don't need to lie no more Nowadays all I do is shine, take a breath and ease my mind she don't cry no more She tell me that I get her high cause it ain't supposed to fly I ain't asking why no more Oh no, I take it if it's mine, I don't stay inside the lines It ain't 2009 no more Yeah, I know what's behind that door
1: And then it just, you know, I, I think the lyrics are so beautiful, and oh my god, I love the lyrics, and, um, you know, I I just, you know, I think it's a powerful song, it, it just, and it also, you know, like, makes me think of where I was in 2009, and, um, I don't know, I just, I love that song, and it also, um, it makes me think of my dad, because 2009 was a big year for my family, um, in my opinion, I don't know if they view it as. They, they, I don't think they're gonna listen to this. But they will be like, "What the fuck are you talking about? 2009. You graduated high school. Big deal." Um, but uh, yeah, no. It makes me think of my dad. Um, last year, actually, when my dad, it was the anniversary of my dad's passing, and I, um, I came out. It was weird. I came out from the shower, and this song was playing on my on my phone. And I guess like I had left the Spotify open, and um, it had just, I don't know if I like threw my, not like I tossed my phone and like it had hit play when I had gone in the shower and I didn't realize, but I came out and 2009 was playing and I had already kind of, and it just like made me extra associated with my dad. But I think 2000, but 2009 is just like you put it on to feel. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's my opinion. For sure. It's genius.
0: I really, what I really liked, I uh, the way he, uses his voice like yes as an instrument yeah. almost like this the kind of cadence that he has and right. the tone I just I was really blown away by that when I was playing this to like, right. I, prep I myself before our conversation
4: I
1: agree I agree wholeheartedly I that's I thought the same thing the first time I heard I was like wow he's got a nice voice like it's and you know that's talent because he's a good rapper but he's also a good musician overall yeah.
2: so
0: you ready to move on to the next one and i'm very excited to talk about this one
1: oh yes i'm excited i think i remember which one i put next but i'm not sure if uh taylor
0: ta- ta- oh. Oh, taylor swift the queen. the queen yes
1: my boyfriend's girlfriend all right let's do this <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. So this is the first time anyone aside from, when I did my like I did one of these a couple of months ago where I I picked songs and then my wife facilitated the conversation Perfect. and we talked about Taylor Swift okay. and we talked about my hard pivot into girl pop. I um, know. and as we I, all
1: should pivot, yeah. <laughs>
0: It was very unexpected a couple of years ago when I started like listening to in Space earnest listening to Taylor Swift. <laughs> in um, and then the people at work were like, Hey, are you okay? And I'm like, Hey, we should listen to Britney right now yeah. while we're working. Um, you
1: were like, I'm living, I'm like, feeling on, good. Are you okay? put on
0: some Carly Ray, bro? Um, but yeah.
1: <laughs> party for one, let's do this.
0: But so. I had talked about how um, Cruel Summer was my like gateway to really listening to oh, Taylor Swift. Oh yeah, everyone Swift.
1: loves Cruel Summer. And, and you can't
0: not. Then I just kind of like, there's no looking back. And so that's the only Taylor Swift song that's been on any episode of the podcast so far. So I'm excited to talk about uh, a Taylor song with somebody else. Oh, and so special. Cardigan mm-hmm. from Folklore.
1: Oh, let's discuss. I can't. One I of my favorite going.
0: albums of 2020.
1: Yeah.
0: How like have you been a Taylor fan since when she was uh, young and more country than pop, or how how does one come to Taylor is... Swift? Because everyone oh, has a story.
1: I yeah. I I apologize because you've opened Pandora's box. Um. <laughs> so I went to school. I went to college in Scranton, Pennsylvania. I grew up in the city. Um. And like people, you you know everyone was familiar with taylor swift she was talented cool but she as you said she was a little she leaned a little bit more country yeah. but i was familiar with her and i was like oh yeah she's cool she's talented but you know at the time i just you know i was, I was mainstream pop gal and then right when i moved to college scranton like she kind of started to pivot it was the whole vma situation that literally i was in college for a month when the vma thing happened <laughs> and so it was like it was like everybody you know but she, I don't. I don't like to say like, oh, it was overnight. She was already super famous, and like yeah. that doesn't, you know. I don't want to take anything away from her. She was already super famous, and like she would have been, she would have ended up. I think, you know, when when anyone tries to take credit for like her success, I'm like, she would have always ended up with success. Like she was amazing from. She's always been amazing. Um, but I so I went to school with a lot of people from Pennsylvania, a lot of people from Philly, and I met. It was just an influx of like Taylor Swift super fans, and I was like. I don't not get it because it wasn't that at all. But I was like, man, it was kind of like sitting me in a room, like talking about the Yankees. Like, it's like, (laughs) oh, my God, like, is this girl going to calm down? But like, I was getting that from like 30 people. Everyone was like, she is amazing. She is amazing. She comes from this farm and like this Christmas tree farm and like, which is like, she is amazing. years pass and she gets even more popular, and so I'm, I'm into it and then Reputation comes out and everybody always shits on Reputation but I was like Reputation is a great album um my boyfriend who is the biggest Taylor Swift fan I know who would probably give her a kidney um he thinks that um I'm gonna throw him under the bus but I love all of Reputation and look what you made me do is an I listen to that song at least once a week. It's a great running song. He's like, That song is not it. Like, it's terrible, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that song is so great. That's it's just a great, like, revenge sex great album. Like it's just great. Like I was I was like, okay, I think now I'm a big, big Taylor Swift fan. So I liked Reputation a lot. And she came out with uh, Lover. I'm a huge fan of Lover. The the title track, I oh yeah. The music- the music video still makes me cry. I hate Christmas, and that music video still <laughs> makes me cry because there's clearly something maybe very wrong with me. But um, I love Lover. And then, so I was a fan. Then she wrote um, Folklore and Evermore, but spe- especially Folklore. And uh, then she wrote Cardigan. And I always describe to my friends and in the internet as like, that album is just like taking a shovel to your soul. It's just like she just hits you and hits and hits you and hits you and you're like, oh my god, please no! I've had enough. And then she just like keeps hitting you, um, but like in a great way. It hurts, but it feels great. Um, Cardigan. The first time I heard Cardigan, I was like, just it was. It's similar to the needy feeling. It was like, man, this is you know, lyric lyrics like certain lyrics that I could relate to, and then also just beautiful songwriting and. I uh yeah that's when I became like a like a Taylor Swift lifer.
2: Yeah. Honestly. That's for I'm sure. like don't you
1: don't nobody nobody minimized Taylor Swift's success not in my not in my house. Um, yeah,
0: I do get kind of like fired up if somebody starts saying anything about Taylor and I'm like you better watch what you're yeah. about to say. <laughs> no,
1: but I've also learned exactly anytime somebody's like Oh, I'm going ama- I'm like, have you seen the way that her that's an, her fan base is not playing games. Like they will they will find find your personal accounts and Love they you. did
0: come for that guy from Blur a couple of weeks they, ago. Yeah, so he was I'm the just one who was kind of like, like you, nah, better, I'm, you better watch it."
1: No, literally, if you are gonna tweet, you better be like, "Oh my god!" If it's Taylor Swift, is such a the next word better be talent or yeah,
0: like comp, good like, person? Good
2: yeah. person, yeah.
0: Of the two, do you prefer Folklore over Evermore? Or can you can you pick a favorite?
1: Oh, do you have I a gotta, favorite? Man, that's a good question. I like. I think I gotta go. Folklore because it gave me cardigan, but Ivy is like my Ooh. Ooh. my Evermore's cardigan, and like Ivy, I listen to also almost every day. So like I, oh man, I don't. I wish you I could kind choose. of.
0: I kind of can't pick because it's like they. Com- like complement each other so well.
1: Right, they do, yeah.
0: Um. So it is tough to pick one, and every time I think I've picked one, and I'm like, oh no, it's folklore for sure. I listen to Ever Morgan and I'm like, oh no. Exactly. You're album, like, oh, she's, wait, got no. Sh- she's got shooters on this album too. Sh- uh, all
1: of them. I'm like, please, please, please.
0: How do you feel about the 10-minute version of All Too Well?
1: Um, That's so funny you asked. Thank you so much for asking. It came out on my um, thirtieth birthday, oh yeah and I, remember
2: that.
1: And I literally <laughs> From the told all, I told all my friends I was like, I'll be shocked if I wake up and Vincent is still next to me because I just like assumed that he would like get up in the middle of the night to like throw his own Taylor Swift all too well party like across the country and like do almost like a scavenger hunt by himself or with, uh, he could find 50,000 other Taylor Swift fans to do it with. So I was shocked the morning of when I was like, oh, he's still here. And then, uh, then we, oh, and then she like, didn't, then she came out with the video, but yeah, no big fan, a big Dylan O'Brien fan, huge fan of that actress from, I thought they
2: did so well. Yeah, Stranger yeah.
1: Things. I thought they acted so well. Taylor Swift is a genius because the age difference between those two actors is comparable to who she room, room, rumor has it wrote that song about, et cetera, allegedly. et cetera. So allegedly, allegedly. yes. Yeah, so let me sprinkle I'm the allegedly, Sprinkling some
2: allegedly. Big
1: allegedly everywhere. Um How have you but, have
0: you inserted that and doing the motion into like Oh, your, yeah. I literally just did that just other now. Because I... I started doing that when I at work with people and they were like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm sprinkling allegedly's and I "I guess this is a thing we're doing now. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh.
1: I like, I, so I do this thing and my best friend's husband now quotes it. It's, which is very funny. I always quote that thing when like things are looking like things are looking dreary and we're all just like me and my friend group are just like, Oh my God. Like, Life is really kicking our ass right now, <laughs> and like, or if I do something I regret, I'll text my best friends and I'll be like, "God's working on all of us." Because I heard <laughs> Jesus say that once, and now my best <laughs> friend's husband says it. He's like, you know, as Katie would say, "God's working on all of us." And the last I, time I saw, I can't.
0: I've said that too, when people are like, "Wait, what? Why? Why are you saying that?" And I'm like, "Yeah, oh, no, I don't no know. I, <laughs> I'm
1: like, I can't take credit for that. I'm like, it, all the credit goes to the prophet, the, the God." Jesus, nice.
5: Look, I just want to break up all your shit. Call your mama phone, let her know that she raised a the bitch Then dial tone, click And fucking little fake ass friends Come around acting like they my bros I seen your little group text Where y'all all like to brag about your hoes And you can tell your little bitch I screenshotted all her naked pics Or you wanna send news to my man Wake up and see your booze on the gram little bitch I cannot stand you, right hand Jesus I might just cut off the tongues like the sneakers Nash your TV from Best Buy You gon' turn me in the left guy here but invasion of privacy i had a feeling the turns out you lied to me i'm holding back everything that's inside of me how you all fucking with bitches that follow heart me? heart is beating like it's bleeding now i sleeping I'm sleeping like a baby Whew.
0: i loved how intense this song gets like right it's from so the good beginning. when she's um, like oh my so- god here's
1: your breakfast cereal i put a teaspoon of bleach in it i too love yeah that, yes so cardi b <laughs>
0: Um, Mm -hmm. who is one of my favorite individuals? I just love, I love everything about her. Um, There you go. But this is one I was not familiar with. Mm -hmm. This is through your phone Mm -hmm. from Invasion of Privacy. Yes. And as a as as a as a New Yorker, were you Mm -hmm. like aware of Cardi B before she became, you know, larger in scale outside of just like the east coast or like how did you that's get a very into her? good
1: question i wish man i wish i could tell you i was like but i remember i remember hearing about her and um and my friends were a lot cooler than me being into her and i was like that's cool and then um uh you know and then obviously Jesus bloody shoes i remember yeah. hearing that mm-hmm. um and then I remember she did, she covered the 2016 election being called with Jesus Simeone, which was really funny. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Sad clip and once. dark, but very oh, and it's I was so just funny. Like, oh, holy shit! It's, it's 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 very much like the three of them just start to get like a, a, a kind of like oh, like they're just it, it's great, great television. Um, and then I think I, I I hate to say it, but I think I became you know uh, I wish I was a fan of her before so i could be like i've always loved her but i've always loved her since i you know got to listen to her and like yeah. really but um yeah no i i got i think i like got to know her through just you know as her ascension to fame really um and i just the more i the more i saw her, saw of her and the mm-hmm. more exposed i got to her i remember her grammy interview when she she's just so funny and she-
5: oh, like is you and her in different scenarios? Beyonce on my stereo or me or no repeat I'ma make your bowl of cereal with a teaspoon of bleach. Serve it to you like here you go, nigga, up a tea. Look, do you give it to a raw? You love her or not? You risk your home for a hoe from the bar? You really want them hoes? You can have them bitches. You don't even cheat with no bad bitches. This shit is eating me. You sleeping? that you too close to dying you gon' wake up like why you got an attitude
1: I think she's a so talented, but I also think that she is also hilarious, and I think she's worth her ass off. And yeah, I think she does a lot of wonderful things with her
0: fame and money as well. And
1: and also, I I picked.
2: Go ahead. I'm no, sorry. go
0: ahead. No, you you go ahead. <laughs> this is your podcast to, to no, talk about is, these two. No, no, I was gonna say I really like her sense of humor because that's she, what. Oh my god, she's just, very well. she's very like self aware, and she also just like doesn't give a shit. And right. I remember watching she did like a Zoom interview with Joe Biden when he was like running for election, mm-hmm. and she was like a little late to it, and mm-hmm. I think it begins with her being like, "Okay, Biden, I'm gonna be real with you." And <laughs> I was just like, "I like her. Like, I didn't. Oh, yeah. I didn't have any reason to not like her before that." And I was like, mm-hmm. "But man, Cardi B is really out here doing the Lord's work, interviewing yeah. Joe Biden. Oh, like, this is this is so good."
1: Right? No, a thousand percent. She's and she she's smart. She's oh, very yeah. smart. Yeah. And like, and I don't think she, um, I don't think she gets enough credit. Period. And I think that. Um, yeah, I think her sense of humor is my favorite. Like cuz she just is like very honest and like I don't know, I think we all have one friend we admire and she reminds me of like my friends I, who I admire who are just hilarious and who are so themselves and and she's also talented as hell. Like she can sing, she can dance, she can rap and, you know, I just but I I picked this particular song because I think it's like it's dark um oh yeah it's, it's very dark but it's also that's her singing because i like this song so much i was listening to her album for the first time and i whenever it came out a few years ago i was like oh i like this song so much like who's the background who's like the vocals like yeah. in the chorus and i looked it up and it was her because somebody tweeted that at her she was like oh yeah that's me singing and uh yeah i mm-hmm. think she's i think she's so great i think it's like Ever I did something and Cardi B was like, "That was cool." I think I'd pass out. Legitimately, I, think, I'd, I know I'd pass out. I'd freak out if Cardi B liked anything I ever contributed to the earth. I really would. I would lose my shit. I really would. Thousand percent.
6: Every night I live and die. Feel the party, to my bones Watch the wasters, blow the speakers Feel my guts beneath the outdoor light It's just another graceless night I hate the headlines and the weather I'm 19 and I'm on fire But when we're Another graceless night
1: okay oh lord Lord. oh Talk about crying let's let's talk about crying yes
0: so from (laughs) from melodrama which i was super late to the party on but by the time i listened to it i was like oh yeah this is good where was i when this came out um i was not i hadn't had my hard pivot to girl pop yet but so lord Mm -hmm. perfect places uh, were you a oh, fan man. of Lord when she first came out with Royals and like her early stuff? Or where do you, where do you come into Yeah. So that was her? when
1: she first, when she first came out, I was finishing up college. My, one of my best friends, my cousin, Jessica, we were in the car, uh, I'm not a good driver. I'm giving you all these details you don't need. We were in the car, but she <laughs> I think she had her CD or she had her out. Back in the olden days when we had CDs nine years ago. I don't know if she had the CD or she had her I think we had the aux cord, So she put it in, she was like, Oh yeah. She was like, This is the girl who sings royals, and royals really like took over the radio. Like I remember yeah. she yeah. she had a huge hit on her hands. And like my my cousin was like, she's 17 or she's 18. And I was like, I think she was around that age. And i was like damn and uh i love that whole song that whole album a world a world alone is also on that album and that like like i feel like i just something in my heart just now like a world alone like she's so talented so i've always been i was like a fan i was like oh she's cool and then she came out with melodrama and i was also late to the party with melodrama because i'm just i don't know what it is about me i'm late to the party i'm late to the dance party sometimes i do that um i started listening to melodrama I liked Greenlight. It ha- it grew on me, Greenlight, because I liked it, but I was a but then it like really grew on me. and I heard perfect places and like oh, I just it's another one I think it's just great, brilliant songwriting. It's just the lyrics are like um they're just great. They're honest. They're like I don't know, I I take that song as like it kind of sucks right now, so let's just Whether mentally or through drugs or alcohol or through other people, let's like not be in this place, whether it's physically, emotionally, cognitively, whatever. I love that song so much. I love that song so much. I think Lord is just but yeah, melodrama is another album that um punches you right in the soul and And then I went to, so we went to my cousin Jess and I. We went to the Lord concert, best concert I've ever been in my entire life. It was the concert where I don't know if you read about this, but it was at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. She uh, she was dancing in her Converse and she like kind of like kicked her leg up, and the Converse went flying into the crowd. We were in like not the nosebleeds, but like one step below the nosebleeds, so it wasn't <laughs> nowhere near us. But she laughed; she thought it was so funny that she threw her other shoe into the crowd. And she just had such great energy, and it was so good. And, because, and I don't remember people being like, you're going to the Lord concert? Like, because she has this reputation for writing really emotional songs. Like, they were like, how are you going to, like, dance and have fun to that? I was like, and the next day when I was at work, I was like, that was the most fun I've had in my entire life. <laughs> like, that, it really was. Like, it's, because I'm not a huge concert person. I don't know if it's just, like, the big crowds make me kind of uneasy. I don't know what, I'm 90 yeah. years old. I not what it is. But Lord, I, 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 I 10 out of 10 recommend going to see her. I, Amazing. I, uh,
0: I am also not a big concert person and I mean like you have access to like I mean there are a million shows around you all the time in New York um but it's like, yeah, I just get a lot of anxiety about the amount of people, or just kind of like, oh, I have to drive right. there. Oh, I have to pay for right. parking. Oh, exactly. How yeah. late am I going to be out? Because like I live like oh, an no. hour, an hour away from like where stuff is happening. That's so. so it's like I would it's be like, so anxiety ridden. Yeah. Then it's like, oh man, it's ten o'clock. They're still playing. Oh, I'm gonna. What time am I gonna get out of here at? And so I don't really right. go to a lot of shows, and especially now, obviously with. The right. things are opening back up, but I'm like, who? I do not want to be in a room with right. that many people.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Like, that's a good point. Like, I was pretty not like the biggest concert person before the pandemic, and now we have a whole pandemic still. And sorry, my dog. is I growing, heard some growling. Yeah, that is. We got we got a big we got a big WWE SmackDown over a Nyla bone right now. It is beef flavored. <laughs> my mom ordered a beef flavored one please listen to this a beef flavored one and a cake mix flavored one and i'm like that is so disgusting and the dogs are both really into the beef one and the cake mix one is just not no one wants that
0: So we got one left here of the six yeah. that you picked. And this is a, I mean, this song is like 10 years old now, isn't it? This is like, oh my the, God. like yeah, Tough I know. I, yeah. I felt a little washed when I was like, Ooh, this is an old one. But Rihanna, yeah, um, we found love an absolute banger to end on. <laughs> uh, how did you like, are you a big long time Rihanna fan from like the I, earliest days? Ponder uh, replay. Ponder replay. <laughs> yeah.
1: I am actually. I uh, I am. I'm like no joke. Like that's what most uh, people in college knew me um, like for. They were like, oh, like they like that knew. Girl. They'd be like, oh, you're Katie Smollett. You're from my you're my philosophy class. But also, like I've heard you scream about Rihanna. Um, I had a poster <laughs> of her from her Loud era with the red hair. I had it in all my college dorms. Then I went to Boston University for grad school. I took that to my BU apartments. I lived in two Boston apartments hung it up there. Then I was a teacher and I hung it up in my classroom. Then I worked at NBC, I hung it up in my cubicle. And then my next stop was uh, I worked for the Catholic Church. So I, I was like you guys don't Ugh. deserve to see Rihanna every day. <laughs> She's too good for this place. So <laughs> got a lot of trouble saying that. But what did you what did you do for the Catholic Church? suffer i mean um uh, did <laughs> I, I did their social media oh, God yeah. Damn. yeah i did their social media so i don't anymore <laughs> yeah that poster's been through that poster is like creases and i'm like i will never and i also have a tour shirt because i went to her tour in 2013 that's like a super long story because i was going to school in scranton and we took the bus into the city but we had to get the last bus back at midnight but the bus never showed up so we left the concert early for no reason it was a hug. so I'm hoping oh. she's ooh, goes on
0: tour again gonna, one day tour, uh, after, her,
1: after her baby after her baby I'll, I'll also watch if her baby wants to go on tour in 20 years like I'll, I'll happily watch the baby and buy all the <laughs> tour merch but um I, we found love is, but yes, I'm a huge, huge, huge Rihanna fan. I don't think anyone should have a list of favorite music without at least one song by Robin Rihanna Fenty. I, um, I love her. Her campaigning has always been very inclusive and very body positive, and she's just amazing. But I remember this interview with her. Um, it was a good question. This woman asked her, like, what do you do on days that you don't feel confident? And I think even Rihanna thought it was a good question because she, like, took a beat and then she, to think and she was like, uh, you know, I, uh, I, um, I fake it until, you know, because like, I just gotta fake it. And so I I fake it until I feel it basically. And I thought that was amazing. And yeah, I think, uh, we found love just, it reminds me of the first time I heard it, I was in college and, um, things were like, I was just, you know, I was going through, I was like, oh man, I don't know. I knew who I was, but I was like, just like struggling with like, you know, you know, when you're 20 or, you're 19 and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. And the video is really good and she's really good. And i just, that song is it, my best friend played at her wedding. I was like, all I'm not a huge like wedding dancer. Cause I get shy, but that I was like doing laps around the wedding hall and was, the catering hall, whatever. And, uh, my boyfriend and my mom were like, you were so happy. I was like, they're playing Rihanna's. We found, lo- of course I'm happy. Um, my best friend actually always tells a story at our, our five-year college reunion. Someone once came up to us on the second day, and they were like, hey, I have a big question to ask you. And I was like, what's up? And they were like, what's your favorite Rihanna song? And I replied, thank you so much for asking. It's We Found Love. So Flo, every once in a while, will text me or like say to me, to my face. She'll be like, thank you so much for asking. It's We Found Love. Um, so yeah, I think We Found Love is just great music, and I also am obsessed with it.
0: I mean, you do a lot of you do a lot of writing for Shondaland and for a couple of other places, and you do you know you write about authors and books. Do you do a lot of writing for yourself or like or do you have any other like personal projects that you're working on, or do you just like focus on writing for like outlets like that?
1: Um, that's a good question. I'd like to write more personal essays in the future because I do really enjoy. It. I've written um, in the past I've uh, things that have meant a lot to me some of the writing that has, that has meant the most to me is some of the more personal writing that I've done. So I'd like to do more of that. I'm working on a book proposal right now, a nonfiction, about uh, my dad. So I'm hoping that comes to fruition. And I'm kind of just focused on that right now and my other freelance work. And I'm always looking for the next like big idea that I think people should care about, if that makes sense. And uh, which I'm sure a lot of people are also doing. So um, yeah, that's my hope right now.
5: Oh, thank you. That's a
0: good question. Uh is there anything else you want to talk about with this time that we didn't get to or do we did we get to everything that you I think I think
5: we I think we
2: got to okay. everything. I'm pretty
0: proud of us. <laughs> <laughs> I can't thank you enough for taking time uh to pick these songs and to to be willing to come onto the podcast. i I'm, I'm very no. ap-
1: I can't thank you enough. You were so kind and flexible. Like last week when I was like, I've been crying for three hours a night,
2: like because I was, and I really just wasn't in a good place emotionally. So I appreciate you being so much. Oh, of course. And I awesome.
0: mean, I've been there too. So I, I totally understand. And uh, I'm just grateful that you made the time tonight to to do this. So thank you so much for, for being here and being a guest on the show. I really appreciate it.
2: Thank
3: you so much, Kevin. You're awesome.
0: All right, let's try take two with this closing statement. Hey, thanks, everybody. Again, a million thanks to Katie Tomola for stopping by and speaking with me about her love of pop music, about her love of the Yankees, and her love of Jesus and marrow and her dogs, Trixie and Peanut. Uh, if you are interested in learning more about her work, you can find her... Reviews of books and interviews with authors on Shondaland. You can follow her on Twitter. She is at Katie Tamola, uh, And you can go to her website to get a good sample of her other work, which is katietomola.com. This has been another episode of the Anhedonic Headphones Podcast, your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. It's the audio extension of the award-winning music website entering its ninth year, taking the fun out of music writing since 2013. You know the vibes. It's anhedonicheadphones.blogspot.com. If you like what you hear, tell your friends about this podcast, tell your enemies about it, tell randos on the street about it. Um, You can listen in all of the places that fine podcasts are sold, like Apple or Google or the cursed streaming platform we're all supposed to hate right now, Spotify. You know, I'm there. I'm there in all three places uh, for your convenience. I'm doing this for you. It's a podcast for the people. Thank you again for listening. I will see you next time. I hope you're all staying as safe as you are able to out there in the world, because things are still pretty dire. So, please before we go keep washing your hands keep double masking and remember this is the this is this is the important one black lives still matter i'll see you next time